You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. And welcome to the Quest for 100. It is I, Justin, one of your two hosts today, and I'm with my partner in crime, Brian. How you doing, Brian? Good, good. Number 89. Number 89. Uh, did you catch my my uh, charité up at the top? Do you know what that means? Today? No clue. No clue. That is uh, ancient Greek for hello. Oh. Or it also means rejoice, which I thought was fitting. You know, with a topic like we have today, I, I thought it would make sense to do an ancient language, uh, one that may apply to some of these things we're talking about today, which, of course, is ancient wonders. So this is a little bit different than we typically do. This is a very rooted historical thing so uh the stats are limited the numbers on some of these things are limited but i was i was intrigued by it i I know i was learning some stuff and i I am more than most episodes excited to hear your part to this brian because there's a lot of cool stuff that i was seeing pop up but uh i'd love to hear you know as we we get through this some history but if you are Tune in for the first time ever. Uh, welcome. Congratulations. You made it to the the best podcast out there, maybe? Question mark. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so we, we talk about different topics every single week. And we typically do some, some news on that topic. We will drop a little bit of knowledge. So that's some history and stats. And then we'll do some friendly debates and get into... Often the the favorite question, which is our delusional thinking question that gets gets us thinking a little out there, uh, really tests us. So we got a full roster for you today, as always. But uh, but, but to start, how, how you been, Brian? How's how's the uh, how you been holding up the last week or so? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, uh, I can't complain. It's a little hot here. Yeah, you know, sure. Kind of melting and. Uh, my lawn is dying, so that that's never a good thing. Yeah, but it's sad. Yeah, been been doing pretty well. Nothing really that crazy over the last week uh, in my world. Just kind of low key weekend. So um, I don't really have much to uh, update the people on. I thought you were going to trump me on your news. Well, I I I, oh. I am. Oh, on the news, but not on your since last. No, week. on your since last time. I I have to. You have to tee it up though. Oh, oh, great. No pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. Uh, you're just waiting yeah. for me to do it first? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because it's not really well, relevant news since I, since last time. We've already talked. We just didn't do it since last time last last time. Oh, that is true. That is true. I guess this was more than a week ago when you did it. But yeah. for me, I, for the first time ever, played Chambers Bay Golf Course. Yeah. Uh, which, for those who are not aware, it's a golf course located in the uh, it's university place but it's basically Tacoma area uh, outside of Seattle Yep. and it was host to the 2015 US Open 
So it's a pretty pristine, well-kept course, very unique. It's a lynx course, so not a lot of trees, almost none, just one, really. Just one. And, uh, but yeah, I was looking forward to it all summer long. Uh, booked it maybe two months ago, the tea time. Went with, there was eight of us, though, you know, the first group we didn't interact a ton with. But uh, but yeah, it was, it was a blast. I had a lot of fun. It was testing. It was trying. I... Uh, but I played one of, one of my better rounds of the summer with the uh, with my typical handicap and my you know the slope ratings and the course ratings and all that considering so yeah did you uh, how'd you feel afterwards I was exhausted yeah so I you know I I just played eighteen just eighteen yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It's exhausting because you can't. There's no carts there, so right. You have to you have to push cart or carry, which we push cart. And I will say that I had out of my group that I was with, I probably was the least sore. Not to say that I wasn't sore afterwards, but I was the least sore. And I think that's because of two things. One, I started off really hot, and adrenaline just kept me going. Um, so I didn't even like, I was on cloud nine for the first seven holes. I was like three over, which is like spectacular for me on that, at that point. But no, then number eight gets you. Yeah. Eight and nine got me. Yeah. And then, Eight's a hard you hole. know, I had a couple rough ones, you know, on the back and I ended up with a, a one Oh five. But the other thing was, uh, I made the mistake a couple weeks ago. I played gold mountain, which is another beautiful course out here. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And that one, as I'm sure you've played, is up and down. It's like crazy hills the entire time. Like mm -hmm. you're literally on a mountain. Yep. And I made the mistake of, I have my own push cart. So I was like, oh, I'll just push. And that one destroyed me. Like I was dead after that. So I think in comparison, walking, I mean, there's hills for sure. But it's not nearly as much walking as Golden Mountain was. So no, basically it's uh, yeah, three anyway, hills. It's three three walks yeah. up the same hill. Yeah, right. Um, so it's not. But yes, yeah, so that that was my my uh, main since last time. Though I have something else. But yeah, but go yeah, go ahead with your well. Since we didn't do it, yeah, we didn't do it since last time. Last time, I played fifty four holes at Chambers Bay. Last, I guess, two Sundays 54? ago. Fifty four. Fifty four. Three times around. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought you just played twice and I was going to... No. Oh, my no. gosh. I played three times. So we started at, at about 5.20 in the morning. Couldn't even see my first tee shot. I, honestly, I mean, if it hadn't been down the middle, uh, I don't know where it would have been. And then the second shot, I honestly didn't know where it was. Fortunately, one of the guys was well in front of me uh when i hit my second shot and so he kind of had a general sense of where it was going anyways sure so it was all for charity all for the first tee of seattle um i ended up walking 22.27 miles i believe <laughs> yeah and by that the end of it i it was i was exhausted I, I was telling people I could have walked more. I could not have swung the golf club very well after that. Um, I didn't. I ended up shooting like um, an eighty, a seventy-five, and then an eighty-three on the last round. And and really this the eighty-three, I was like seven over par on the last like eight holes because I just couldn't 
couldn't put two good swings together anymore because it was sure. just so yeah. like exhausting. There were actually people who played more holes beyond that because there was still light out. It was still only like seven thirty, wow. so I had about an hour and a half left of light to play more. We were just playing so slow, and and if I would have been playing at a better pace, I probably could have played more. But we were playing so slow, and so it was like hit, get to the tee box, you know, wait for a little bit, hit again, and that just made it really hard. So that 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 is my um, you know trumping of your yeah. one time round. I don't know if I'm envious of you. I think that sounds like a slog, but it is an amazing course. I mean, what did you think of the? I'm sure you played it there before, but what did you think of it? Oh, I I love that golf course. Yeah, I yeah. this first time I've played. Not to be too much geek out on on golf, but um, first time I've played since they installed the new greens because that was one of the things that yep. they got killed over in 2015 was right. the the putting greens that like the pros hated on broccoli. Yeah, yeah and and. I personally am not a fan of the new greens because it's not link style, um, and mm. and they they're not fast like a link style course, so it, it kind of changes the golf course a little bit. But you know, I I, I love that golf course. I, I love a lot of the holes and the layouts and all that kind of stuff. So. My my putty my putter would argue against how fast the uh, greens are because there was a couple that just phew, like slide past. But yeah, I expected it to be insanely fast, and it was a little bit slower than yep. that. But yeah, I had a blast. I mean, I, you know, I want to go back in a heartbeat. And I, weirdly enough, I mean, I've been struggling the last couple of rounds because I've been screwing with my my swing. And I've been learning. I've been going to the range. I've been trying to work on things. And I, like, finally, it took me to the best course in Washington for me to figure out my swing. And I was hitting them straight. Just needed to adjust a lot more uh, after that. I don't know if that's the best course in Washington, but uh, that's for another topic. One of the best. One of the best. Sure. Um, well, yeah, we maybe that's another topic. There has been people talking about golf being a topic, so you know, I feel like you, if you were going to be the expert on anything, uh, Brian, that that's that's gonna that's, that's like gonna take more than an hour. Nerd. That's yeah. gonna take more than an hour. <laughs> it might. It might. Well, uh, the other thing, you know, getting away from golf, you know, I the the day after I golfed, I met up with a friend who who moved back into the city and. Uh, she's a, a current service member. She's in uh, meteorology, I believe. So shout out to Anna. Uh, she just started listening as of late since she's gotten back into Seattle. She, she didn't know I had a podcast. Now she knows and she listens. Thanks, Anna. Uh, yep. And she also told her mother who oh, okay. now listens. Okay. I talked with her mom and, and we chatted about some of the episodes. She really loves uh, the podcast so far. Uh, so we just gained two new listeners in the last couple of weeks, which is exciting. But uh, what I wanted to, why I'm shouting out to Anna here is that she talked about pop tarts and they are part of the, um, they're actually part of the MRE. So the, the meals ready to go or ready to eat. And uh, so that's, we were talking about that last week where like, there's a lot of, they just work well with the, the military and, they're just easily or non-perishable, I guess. Very processed. But so that was the one thing. So she confirmed that. But the other thing, which we didn't talk about, was that people apparently eat Pop-Tarts upside down so that your taste buds get the sugary top with, like, the frosting and all that. Huh. And I never heard about that. 
but I, but multiple, like I talked to multiple people like, Oh yeah, like I, I do that. And she was one of them, but, um, and I think actually Alyssa was one too. So my wife, Alyssa. So it was, uh, it was an interesting debate. I never even thought to eat them upside down. I don't know, uh, you No. but I just always eat them the right side up. But apparently there's a lot of people that do. Hmm. So interesting. Shout out to, to Anna for bringing that to our attention. All right. Well, let's, unbury the lead on on the ancient wonders of the world you know what is your knowledge of these seven ancient wonders i mean even just the the wonders of the world in general yeah pretty limited obviously learned them in school oh did you, you? really did you yeah yeah i'm pretty sure um the the I don't remember ancient when. wonders yes the ancient wonders oh i i remember because I knew, I remembered six of the seven of them, of the ancient members or, or ancient wonders. And, you know, if you asked me to list them without seeing all this, I probably could have off the top of my head listed three of them and been like wow. kicked myself when I'm like, oh yeah, that one, you know, like, well, we'll get into all that. But yeah, so I, I had a, a general knowledge of this stuff. Uh, I know there's been a lot of updates with, you know, you have ancients, you have your modern, you have, you know, the natural, you have all these other wonders as a part of this, but, or as, you know, you broaden out, but I knew a, a, a general amount. And I will also say, and this is, uh, this is definitely at risk of making myself into a nerd as well, but on a different scale, I have played some Minecraft maps that have recreated some of these ancient wonders and they look awesome so i feel like i've kind of like in very artsy way experienced some of these things um you know okay kind of cool to sure to see them that way yeah sure so, what about you uh i honestly had very little knowledge of the actual ancient wonders of the world i huh. don't know that uh, that's why I'm a little surprised that you learned it in school because I do not think we learned this in school. Um, Interesting. I could have told you one of them and the only one still in existence, and that Got is it. it. The The rest of them, I had no clue. Well, one maybe, one other one that the, maybe I could have told you that it was in existence or or maybe was in existence because it's kind of argued but um the rest of them no clue i definitely you know i think i would have been more along the lines of knowing the the modern uh seven wonders than the sure. the or you know whatever you want to call them the new seven wonders than yep. the ancient yeah yeah no i mean it, it's I guess, you know, when you get into history, I don't know, like there, there some of the, I mean, as you probably get into this, like some one in particular, I think is more conjecture. Like it was like, we think that this existed based off of X, Y, and Z, but like there's limited to no proof of it. But like some of these other ones have a lot more heavy proof. So it's interesting to kind of learn about them. You know, it's, it, it's a, different type of history and we go back a long way i i yeah and and i actually watched a history channel little series or i guess 
you know, 60 minute show on the ancient wonders and, and people trying oh. to figure out if they were real and what they might have looked oh, like cool. based off of, you know, artifacts and, and information that we know. Um, so it was pretty interesting to, yeah. to learn all of that. But, um, you know, that really kind of helped any of my knowledge uh, moving forward for this this uh, podcast. So Nice. Before we really get into dropping all of our knowledge that we have, uh, let's jump into some news. You're a newsman. Did I ever tell you otherwise? You punch me in the face. All right. I'm going to lead off this time, Justin, because Whoa. I think your news is cooler than my news. Oh, okay. Because I found your news, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. So it, it kind of ties in with what I was just talking about and, and you know, some of the modern uh, wonders and, um, you know, natural wonders that are out there that maybe are a little bit more known. Um, and what culture.com ranked the top 20 must-see wonders of the world? Obviously, a lot of the ones that we're going to be talking about in the ancient wonders no longer in existence or, or very you know, remnants of them can be found, but, um, you know, these wonders you can still see. And so at number 20, we have the Colosseum in Rome. 19 is Arnold, Arnold Volcano in Costa Rica. I don't know if you are familiar with that from your time in Costa Rica. No, uh, I, no, I, I don't remember that. Uh, we then have, I'd never even heard of it, so uh, there's one that I'd never heard of. Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Then we have Victoria Falls between uh, Zambia and Zimbabwe border. Chichen Itza in Mexico, which I've actually been to. Uh, I will oh. say I was not underwhelmed, but I didn't love the fact that Chichen Itza, the actual monument, is still standing, yet like everything else was in ruins and, and really Chichen Itza was in ruins and then they rebuilt it. I don't mm. like that concept, but that's just me. Then we have the Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy, Norwegian for, uh, fjords, obviously in Norway, the Sistine Chapel yep. in Vatican City, uh, Great Pyramid of Giza, Machu Picchu in Peru, Mount Everest in Nepal, Angkor Wat in Cambodia, Height Sophia in Turkey, number two that I'd never heard of. Had you heard of that one? Nope. Uh, Great Wall of China, Taj Mahal, uh, St. Basilis Cathedral in Moscow, Grand Canyon. That's number two that I'd been to. Uh, mm. And then seeing the Aurora Borealis or the Northern Lights, oh, just somewhere yeah. in the Northern Latitude. And then Patera in Jordan, the city that's kind of carved out of the stone. That's number two. And then Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro yeah. is number one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I've heard of a lot of those. There's some that I didn't. I think if I saw pictures, that might help. But um, I have I do have to admit the uh, seeing the Aurora Borealis is probably in my top three things that I want to do before I die and we were close to doing an Alaskan cruise it would have actually happened maybe a month ago 
where we might have seen them. Uh, but really, if you want to see it, you have to go to, I think it's like Sweden or Norway or something like that and like camp out and like zero light pollute. It's just, but, and you got to do it at the right time. And there's yeah. a whole bunch yeah. of planning around it, but man, I, I would love to do that. Well, my news is uh, exclusively related to the ancient wonder that is remaining. And it, it was actually that uh, Egypt invited the, the, the country of Egypt invited billionaire Elon Musk to visit the country and see for himself that its famous pyramids were not built by aliens. So yep. Elon tweeted out uh, just recently that which, what, what it appeared to be a, a support for conspiracy theorists who say that aliens were involved in the construction effort and uh, Egypt's international minister of cooperation, Rania Al-Mashat, uh, does not want them taking any of the credit. Uh, she says seeing the tombs of the pyramid builders would be the proof. Uh, and the tombs were actually discovered, I mean, you'll, maybe you'll get into this, but the tombs were discovered in the 90s as and were viewed as definitive evidence, expert says, uh, that the magnificent, magnificent structures were indeed built by ancient Egyptians and not aliens. So, thought this was interesting. Weird that there would be some current news on an ancient wonder, but you know this happened, and Elon did, to his credit, tweet out afterwards a link to a BBC history site uh, about the lives of pyramid builders, which was an interesting read. I read, I read, you know, skimmed through and read some of that stuff, and there was some cool stuff in there. Uh, but it was he admitted that I think he he was just jumping in on the fun of saying that aliens did it. I don't know if he actually believes it, but if anyone did, he he is a he's a believer. Yeah, I I, I you know with seven wonders, I in the history, I'm not able to go that in depth to it in terms of you know, sure. the tombs yeah. and when people found them, but. It was interesting, now that we're on the topic, that the History Channel show that I was watching actually kind of broke down how they thought the pyramid was actually built in terms of the stones and how they mm -hmm. chiseled them away and, and made them you know, perfectly square. Also, how the, the um, points of the the pyramid are actually perfectly in line with due north, due south, east, and west. So how, you know, back in the ancient times, they were able to figure that out um, was pretty cool. But the, the craziest thing was that they were talking about how they got the, the stones to the top, right? You know, I, I can't remember how tall the pyramid actually is, but obviously you had to get the stones from the quarry to the top of the pyramid and you know pulling them up the um like a little ramp thing that they were talking about well they had calculated that the ramp could only be at about seven degrees of incline because otherwise anything steeper than that then the 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 stones would have rolled backwards and, and you wouldn't have enough force to pull them up seven degrees 
is not very much, which means they had to go a long ways up that ramp. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. So they had a couple different like thoughts behind how they actually did it because they thought maybe they wrapped the ramp around the actual structure once they got taller. But, I mean, it's still – that's a pretty massive ramp. You know, the other thing that I – still talking about that topic the um the giza pyramid is is you you can't fully appreciate it because of how much of the limestone is taken away now but just imagining that whole structure being you know covered in this limestone to make it perfectly smooth like we know it as like this step type sure thing yeah but I mean, it really is like the Luxor at right. It's Luxor. Yeah, in, yeah, I think so. In Las Vegas, like that is what it looked like. But yet, it, this was you know hundreds of thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. And I I've never been there uh, to see it myself. I've obviously seen it in photos and and videos and all that other stuff, but. I yeah I can only imagine what a lot of these things as we get into them like what they looked like I'm sure there was so much attention to deal like these things weren't made by machines these were made you know crafted by you know skilled workers like it is impressive you know what they've done with all these things all right well let's uh drop some knowledge now that that we've got a little bit of a base for these ancient wonders of the world as we normally do, I am the history guy, and Justin is the stats guy. 89 straight weeks. We have gone with history first, and we will still do that. So the Greek conquests of the Western world in the 4th century BC really gave the, the Greeks an access to many other civilizations. And... During their conquest, they started to build a list, like random people would build these lists. The Greeks really, at, at that time, they used the word theamata uh, rather than their word for wonders. Uh, this actually meant things to be seen. And then they eventually evolved it to uh, theomata. So a, a U, A, or E, a versus an AU, which that meant wonders. Okay. So, it's funny, like just like things to be seen. It's almost like a BuzzFeed article or the article that you just read. Like they were doing that too. It just wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was just like listed on papyrus or something. Theamata versus thea, Theaumata. Yeah. Good so, luck learning Greek. I tried to learn the uh, hello and that took me a while. Yeah. <laughs> So around 100 BC, uh, this was really the first known list to be created of seven monuments to be seen um, and actually written down. And, and um, obviously, you know, lists had been created all throughout, but but to be written down and, and um, kept. So the list covered only uh, sculptural and architectural monuments of the Mediterranean and Middle Eastern regions which really is what you know the Greeks knew about at that time because that's the only areas that they they'd conquered or or explored 
And so they picked seven because they believe that seven is actually the perfect number, like the truly perfect number. Um, and so, you know, we talked about the pyramid of Giza. So it was built between, uh, 2,584 and 2,561 BC by the Egyptians still in existence today. You know, although like we talked about, most of the facade is actually gone. Uh, the second one is the hanging gardens of Babylon. And this is the one that we were kind of referencing about the existence actually is a little bit unknown and, and kind of argued yeah, more of a myth. Yeah. And so this was around 600 BC, um, and built by the, the Babylonians. But then, uh, after about the first century AD, you know, it was, um, ruined. And, and so, you know, the, Babylonians this area really is kind of modern modern day Iraq and so I believe the story behind this one is that um, there was a a king who had taken a a wife um, from a area of very you know lush gardeny area into the middle of the desert and he wanted to you know, keep her happy, and so built this Garden of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Temple of Artemis, and this was built around 550 BC, and it was um, only lasted until about 356 BC, and this is really kind of in the area of Turkey. Uh, we also then have the statue of Zeus at Olympia, and this was. 466 BC and it lasted about five or six centuries before it was disassembled and it was actually reassembled again uh, but later was destroyed by a fire Mm -hmm. we then have the mausoleum at uh, Hakalarnus and this was what's that? Hakalarnus I, I used Hala, to know how to say Hala it. But I... Oh, Halicarnassus. That's right. Yeah, Hala, that's Halicarnassus. Um, and this was 351 BC, built by the Greeks, but it was actually in uh, the area of Turkey. And it lasted until between the 12th and 15th century AD. But then um, there's a lot of earthquakes in the area. And so, you know, it obviously succumbed to those earthquakes. So we then have the Colossus of, of Rhodes, and this was around uh, two, 292 and 280 BC, and this was in Rhodes, Greece. So it's just this massive statue of Rhodes, a, a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and Well, wasn't it based off of the, the god of thought to be based off of the god of the sun or something like that i think is what i read somewhere uh, i don't remember um, it's it's conjecture there's a lot of conjecture with this stuff but i yeah i heard that it's supposed he's supposed to be like the god of sun um is what they based it off of and then the last one we have is the lighthouse of alexandria and this was built in 280 bc by the greeks and kind of 
you know, where we currently know of the island of Crete and it lasted until, uh, you know, the 13th or 14th century AD. Uh, but then it also, you know, succumbed to earthquakes. So that's kind of our, our ancient wonders of the world. So that's, that's what we knew initially. Um, then we also have a lot more, you know, more recent things that have come along. So in 1994, the American Society of Civil Engineers compiled a list of seven wonders of the modern world, paying tribute to the greatest civil engineering achievements of the 20th century. And those are, you know, a lot of the names that we kind of more traditionally understand as, as, you know, the wonders of the world, like the Great Wall of China, uh, Machu Picchu, Chichen Itza, uh, the Colosseum, Taj Mahal, all of those things are, are included in that list. In November of 2006, USA Today and American television show uh, Good Morning America revealed a list of new seven wonders, and this was chosen by six judges. Uh, an eighth wonder was actually chosen by the viewers, and the eighth wonder was the Grand Canyon. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of similar other lists, and you know you have the the seven natural wonders of the world. Uh, although a lot of those are even debated, you know we we have um, uh, you know the seven wonders of the the natural world, the the seven new wonders of the world. The set the new seven wonders uh, cities, seven wonders of the under underwater world, seven wonders of the industrial world, seven wonders of the solar system. So these lists just kind of go on and on and on now because everybody's got to build their own list and yeah. and everything. But at least this ancient seven wonders of the world has been around for centuries, and um, you know some most of them ultimately people really don't exactly know what they looked like you yeah. know it's it's kind of all based off of archaeology and drawings of of right. various people and um what they've done um stories i'm sure there was stories of you know people that worked on them that had yeah. measurements and different things yeah um yeah it's cool it's cool you know as you talked about that that I mean, we talked about this too, but that it's existed. The, the seven wonders of the ancient world has existed since ancient times. And it, you know, it essentially was their list. Like we would say, all right, where's the top five places you want to go in the world or the top 10 places you should fly to and visit, um, you know, that they had something like that. And, you know, it's no surprise that there is many wonders of the world beyond this, of course. I think... I will say, you know, as, as we get into this, you do lose a little bit of wonder when you, you know, get away, when you get into the, like, archaeological, you know, somebody who makes something in today's day and age, it's like an amazing building. Yeah, that's amazing. But, like, you know, he has technology to be able to do that. But some of these old ones, who like how they were able to do that, how they built the pyramid, unreal the, unreal how they were able to accomplish that so you know going back to my very little background behind this i guess i was a little not un i don't want to say underwhelmed when i learned about how the seven wonders of the ancient world were kind of 
selected or known about. But it was also like, and I guess it makes sense because at that point they probably weren't traveling the world, but it's just such a small subsection of the actual world that I personally don't think that this list is very comprehensive. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably right, right? Like there's the world is big and this was just one area, one region, maybe not region. It was. Uh, I mean, it really was though. It, it really was just one region. Yeah. Yeah, I mean cuz cuz the Great Wall of China was there in a similar time frame. They just hadn't re- you know, the Greeks hadn't reached it cuz they were the ones who built this list. Well, I mean, I don't know the exact timelines, but the Great Wall of China was close to the same time range. Like, it almost was like a fringe player. Like, it could have been at number eight on this list, but it just didn't quite make it because it wasn't quite old enough almost. No. But I know it's been around for a while. False. 7th century BC. I'm looking it up right now. So is it older than any of the seven ancient wonders, Brian? Yeah. 7th century BC. Yeah, we're talking about 1st century BC for a lot of these things. Oh. Well, then I'm wrong. I stand corrected. Then, yeah. Then Great Wall of China should be on there. It's just they they didn't get found by the Greeks. Like, Chichen Itze, I'm pretty sure, is older than or or on par with a lot of these things. Yeah. Well, I think, too, I mean, the Great Wall, I don't know Chichen Itze uh, very well. I can't picture it at all. I don't know how old the Taj Mahal is or some of that, that stuff, but I mean, these, not all of them, but, but a lot of these are just feats of like, what the heck? Like, how the heck did that? I literally am, am wondering. It's not like a, hey, here's a cool destination that is old and, and really cool. Like, it's holy crap. What happened? How do they do that? Um, and I know, and I agree with you. Like, there are more to this um, that, that we probably never knew about, which is, is one thing. But then even the ones that we do like the great wall of China that, you know, just didn't make the cut because this was a little bit more regionalized. So it's a great point. Um, never really thought of it that way. Well, uh, if you're done, I'll jump into a couple stats on some of these ancient wonders. And as we, you know, talk about this and I mentioned up top, it's really hard to find stats on these guys because there's, it's pretty limited uh, knowledge on, on all of this, but to start, you know, I wanted to start with the pyramids because that's the the, the current one and the one we know the most about. So it well, covers. Thir- let me oh, jump in right there because yep. you said pyramids, and that is actually something that I learned from this: is that it really is only the pyramid. It, it's the Great the pyramid. pyramid of Giza. Giza. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, even though you see pyramid. all the photos of all of them all together those are not technically part of this seven wonders of the world. It is just that single big one. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good, it's a good point. So the, and I, you know, jump in if, if you see something off on this, but so what I found was that it covered 13 acres and is believed to contain more than 2 million stone blocks that weigh from two to 20 or sorry, two to 30 tons each. So this is 
you know, it's just massive. I mean, it's exactly what you expect it to be. It's just massive. And uh, I looked up, I tried to look up the height of it. And the Great Pyramid is about 400, or it stood at 481 feet high and was the, the tallest structure in the world for more than 4,000 years. Yeah. Today. Yeah. That is yeah. something amazing to me. Yeah. The the tallest yeah. man-made structure, right? Until Right. Until the Eiffel Tower? Right? Yeah, I think for well, 7 I think cuz I I think I have that it's 4700-ish years old. So if the Eiffel Tower was made, you know, 700 or so years ago, I don't know how old the Eiffel Tower is, but, uh 1888 um, or yeah, 1889. Eight. Okay, so that would, yeah, no, it's not that old then. It might have been in some other structure then. But, but as you talk about this though, a couple things. So, uh, right now, because it lost some height, lost about thirty-one feet from the top. It today it stands at four hundred and fifty-ish uh, feet high, and when you compare it to some other big um, buildings, self-made buildings. The Eiffel Tower is 984 feet tall, so it is quite large. I wish I would have been able to compare it mentally because I would have been there in April had COVID not happened. But uh, but yeah, so that's about uh, 984 feet, whereas the the pyramid is around 450. Statue of Liberty is uh, I believe at nine or sorry 305 feet big bends around that same height and the leaning tower of Pisa is around 179 feet so it's much taller than Statue of Liberty big Ben leaning tower of Pisa um, which are towering structures and that that when you think of it that way and I've been to the Statue of Liberty and that thing is massive and to say that it's Maybe not. It's not twice as tall, but it's quite a bit taller than that. Um, it puts it in perspective for you. Um, but yeah, so this was this came from the BBC article. I thought it was interesting that um, they looked into the workers and how they built it. And so there's some stats mixed within this. So the workers were actually for the pyramid. They were subdivided into a permanent workforce of about 5,000 salaried employees who lived together with their families and dependents in a well-established pyramid village. There was also there there would have also been up to two or sorry 20,000 temporary workers who arrived to work three or four month shifts who lived in a less sophisticated camp established alongside the pyramid. And it was thought that a lot of these workers, they they would leave their communities of maybe 50 or 100 people to come and live in these towns of 15,000 or more strangers. So this was, you know, a, a destination to work and build their craft. And then they would bring it back to their, lo- their local communities, what they learned and, uh, you know, and, and stone cutting and all these other things. But it is, I, I, in reading that article, I was surprised with, you know, how it was made. I think it's often thought, and and, and I guess 
argued if it was slaves that built the pyramids or not and and there may have been but from this from the research that these analysts did they said that they were actually paid workers and skilled workers many of them that built the um, pyramid so fast forward to today at the pyramid uh, they receive about 14.7 million visitors each year which is about on par with a lot of the um, new modern or new ancient wonders or modern wonders whatever you want to call them uh, it's it's more than than most of them but but yeah a lot of people go to it every single year they they anticipated over 15 million as of earlier this year for 2020 but my guess is with travel and everything else going on in the world that number is going to be a lot lower though how many people well is it summer in egypt i was going to say how many people go to egypt in the summer because that sounds like a nightmare yeah it sounds hot i mean i don't know that there's a non-hot time in egypt though sure but i also don't know when summer is in egypt it might be might be different i don't know anyway uh a couple quick and literally very quick stats on some of these ancient um real quick before you move on lincoln cathedral in england was the one who overtook the great pyramid of giza so it it held the record for uh 3,871 years. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So a couple of these others, so the ha- hanging gardens of Babylon, it was said that the terrace were, were risen from 75 to 300 feet. So pretty, pretty long, massive gardens, hanging gardens on, on that. Again, that was, you know, the most myth or or uh, potentially false uh, wonders, but um, but it was said to to be pretty high. The Temple of Zeus was at forty feet. It was so tall that its head nearly touched the top of the temple. So it was. I'm curious how it actually. How tall? Can you look up, Brian? How tall the uh, Lincoln statue is? Because I kind of picture. You know Lincoln and and Zeus statue being pretty similar. Oh, I feel like the Zeus statue would be bigger. His I would think that, but ninety nine feet. It says hmm, ninety nine feet for for Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So this so the Temple of Zeus said at forty feet, it was so tall that it had nearly touched the top of the temple. So I don't think the temple was as big as we may assume i mean hmm. it's zeus you think bigger and better but he actually is about half the size more than half the size of the lincoln statue the temple of artemis is uh, inside inside stood 127 60 foot marble columns in a statue of artemis the greek goddess of the hunt the mausoleum of halicarnassus the massive mausoleum was made entirely of white marble and was thought to have been about 135 feet high. What is that? So that would have been a little bit smaller than the Leaning Tower of Pisa in comparison. The first layer was a 60-foot base of steps followed by a middle layer of 36 iconic columns and a stepped pyramid-shaped roof. And then at the very top of it uh, was the, um, you mentioned, the king so i just i lost my spot yeah so 
Mas I'm going to butcher his name, Masolus, the king of Carnia, and a 20-foot marble rendition of a four-horse chariot at the top. The Colossus of Rhodes was built by you know, was built over a 12-year period, which I don't think I mentioned it. The pyramid I think I read was over a 20-year period. Yeah. Uh, but the Colossus took 12 years to build, and the statue was 100 feet tall and at the time was the tallest of the ancient world. And it stood, which that's kind of shocking to me with how old the pyramid is, but the it stood for 60 years until an earthquake as I think you mentioned. And then the Lighthouse of Alexandria, uh, most modern scholars believe that it was about 380 feet tall, which is bigger than Big Ben. So that's a pretty massive lighthouse. But yeah, so that, that was that was all I had on, on the Ancient Wonders. Again, there's not a ton of data on, on them, but they are, that's part of their wonder, right? Like you, you kind of left wondering how massive they actually were. All right, well, uh, let's jump into some friendship test. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, so you know, in light of our our Tesla SpaceX friend Elon Musk, do you think there's anything fishy about how the pyramids were built? Do you think there's uh, any involvement with some out of this world aliens, Brian? No. No. no? Do you, Do you I... believe in aliens? Uh, I think there are extraterrestrial life. I think if we are the only people in the the universe, and that's kind of a sad thing, but I don't think that they helped build that because I just don't. I I mean, why over all this time period, why wouldn't they have come back to build other things if they did? Yeah, I, I I'm with you on this. I'll agree. I will say at one point in my life it was a question like, you know, from what I knew, I was like, this is, it's more just, okay. Uh, there is these massive things. It's this feat of accomplishment that is just seems impossible. It literally seems impossible how they built this. And so if you don't have an answer, you just say, well, aliens or just, it, you know, something uncontrollable happened and it created X. But as you dig into the re research and you look at things and you you know you can start to understand how they did it which then nullifies the wild card of an alien you know it just it just take would take them a long time but also in that sense their sense of time was completely different than what we have now right like right their transportation modes of transportation was okay, it's going to take me a week to get from point A to point B. And that's understood. Whereas, you know, a few hours for us to get from point A to point B is sometimes frustrating. So I think, you know, 20 years to build something, well, you know, there's certain things that we've had in in the state of Washington that have taken 20 years to construct or or at least 10 years to construct so 20 doesn't seem like that crazy of an idea to me yeah yeah so which of these do you think is most impressive of of all of the ancient wonders yeah i mean the pyramid is definitely up there 
and could be argued as the number one. But I think I'm going to go with the Colossus of Rhodes. And if if it in, in fact was built the way that many people visualize, I imagine that being taking so much finesse to build a massive, massive 10-story statue that hovers over water underneath like a bridge like I, I don't know it just seems incredibly impressive and and not not take not to take away from the impressiveness of the other ones especially the pyramid but that one to me is just wow so and yeah i will say that that in the history channel show that i watched one of the things that they brought up the fact that you know some people have thought that that this statue was standing over the entryway into the harbor for roads is kind of what you're you're alluding to right the fact that it took 12 years to build kind of almost debunks the idea that this statue was standing over top of it because essentially you would have to shut down the harbor for 12 years and at least these historians said that's nearly impossible. Yeah, I mean, I, I did, I didn't hear about the closing down the harbor piece, but I did hear that there was speculation that it was not over the water, um, and it was, you know, somewhere nearby or you know around that. But and if that's the case, then I would switch my opinion. But I like to think of it as as it's often visualized and and viewed as this massive statue over water and boats would then travel underneath it i don't know i just think that if i i'm not an a a historian but i i like to think of it that way so I think that's <laughs> what about you he you likes think? to think of it as the illogical way not that necessarily it was... illogical i'm sure there uh, are historians that believe the other way around but but how how can you refute the fact that if they had to build it over top of the entryway that it would have shut I down the harbor for 10 well that's years. Con, that's uh an astute conjecture uh because what if they just build up the legs that aren't hanging over the water first and then they connect it and during a certain period of time maybe it's closed but just like any construction site you know, they start to work on something and then a boat needs to come through, they stop and then, and you know, they go back to it. You know, I, I think, so I think this, they, this they're probably is, less protocols back then. Too, this so. thing is, is approximately 33 meters high or 108 feet high. So it's about the height of the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Something tells me that they do not have the cranes or machinery that we have today to be able to lift some of these things into place if they were to pre-build them there's a reason yeah. why the the you know pyramids of giza they had to roll the the stones up the ramp they didn't have a crane that could pick up a couple tons to place into the the location so i i am going to have to go with the pyramids of giza because the sheer fact that they're still standing today. Your your sure. thing that you selected only lasted 60 years. So regardless of how they built it, it took them 12 years and it only lasted six, 60 years. 
So they obviously didn't build it very well. Well, I, I'm not. This isn't the what is the longest lasting competition. Obviously, the the pyramids have won. But but what's but the most impressive? I think it, it's the I think most it's impressive because they built that thing but, over water. But it's not here today. So like, how can it be impressive at, compared to the thing that has lasted? You know centuries they, they also said and just to clarify my case for this um, that it was made of bronze and reinforced with iron which means that they could have found ways to instead of baking like you know oh we have this big stone brick that we need to move to here or block they could have melted and smelted different things I think they could have made still I think it's not, impressive I'm, I'm still impressed. still not very strong then all right all right well what would which one would you be the most excited to visit if it was still standing and still and, and it's all its glory yeah, right. like it just finished right and, you know. i think the hanging gardens of babylon is is the way i would go i there's something about just growing plants in areas where you're not supposed to and obviously you know we don't really know exactly what it is um and and what it would look like um but there's just something about that idea i think is is really super impressive to me and um something that i would want to check out and you know the pyramid as giza like i i almost feel like because it's still in existence it kind of takes a back seat even though sure, I think it would yeah. be, it, it is yep. the most impressive and is very cool, but it's yeah. still there. And so it almost gets taken off that list and you're really only selecting yep. from six of them. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I struggle with this one. You know, obviously I'd love to see the pyramid. I'd love to see all of these. I will say the Hanging Gardens of Babylon would probably be bottom three for me. Hmm. Not that it's a, a, it is a feat. It's cool. It's 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 really impressive. But I think there are things somewhat like that now, um, where you can find just massive, massive gardens that are you know all over the place of a building and whatnot. Not to that extent, but you know if I'm comparing, I think that's where I would I would knock it down. Though though cool. I'm between, obviously the Colossus of Rhodes. I think is impressive. So I kind of want to see that. Honestly, you need to pick thinking a 60, about sixty-year window, though, to see it. That's fine. I'm going to see it right after it's finished, and, and right over that water, and the boats going under it. And it's going to be great. You but might be caught I, in that earthquake. Maybe I might be, but I will actually just for the sake of of um, diversifying, I'm going to say the the statue of Zeus at Olympia, and while it does feel smaller than the Lincoln statue based off of these comparisons. Uh, if you look at some of the the photos of just the building itself with the with Zeus being there and this mat I mean there's some really cool artsy I don't know what the right word just like creative stuff of people re reimagining it depictions and, depictions of yeah, it depictions that's yeah. the right word cuz cuz uh, really of it. yeah there are no photos of it there it's all right. depictions of of what you think and I would agree yeah. that I think 
you know, if you compare it to the Lincoln statue, like I think there's a reason why we don't think that the Lincoln statue is a hundred feet tall. And yeah. even still, I don't, I'm wondering if that's hundred feet for the temple, the whole thing. Cause it, I don't, I don't think that a hundred. So this, the statue was said to be 43, 43 feet tall. And the temple is 68 feet tall, or was said to be 68 feet okay. tall. Okay. So the if Lincoln were standing, he would only be 28 feet tall. So 100 feet must be the entire temple, or the uh, entire memorial. Oh, for Lincoln. Okay, got yes. it. But the statue is much smaller. So in fact, then, we were right Correct. That, to think that Zeus is taller. Correct. So Zeus is bigger than oh yeah so i'm i'm sticking with that i just again these depictions are you know i I don't know if you get this but like you kind of see something you're like oh my gosh i want to see that like i need to see that it it almost gives you chills and you know there's stuff in modern society that do that for me but but this type of thing that that temple of zeus it's really cool and massive some of these depictions so and you just kind of feel like a an ant right like you walk in and you're like i am nothing in comparison to this greek god that you know is yeah it's just really cool and and the, i love how too you know when you think about ancient history you don't know who you know you barely know who the colossus of Rhodes is or the you know the artemis or the king of acarnia or any of that stuff but you know who Zeus is and you know that society revolved around the Greek gods at, at many points in history. So to see like this place where it just was bigger than life, I don't know. It just sounds really cool. So I, I think that's going to be my pick. So just to clarify, the actual statue of Lincoln, the Lincoln Memorial is 19 yep. feet tall from his head to his foot. So that doesn't include okay. the little stand that he's actually on, which you know, maybe is another, I don't know, 16 feet above the the ground. So, you know, in all height, it is probably pretty close to that 43, I think, 43 feet you said. Um, So in all told, it's probably pretty close, but the actual statue itself and and him is only 19 feet. Okay, interesting. So Yeah, and so I think... If I calculate this correctly, he, so he's about 43 feet tall, just him, the statue, and the building was 68, and they said that his head almost touched the top. So he's on a platform as well, adding to that 43. So yeah, yeah, I think it's safe to say that the Temple of Zeus is twice the size, twice the height, or Mm. sorry, not the temple, the, the, the statue if you don't include the platform the statue is probably pretty close probably pretty close yeah i'd say pretty close i wouldn't say quite twice that that height but uh about that yeah yeah. uh Um, okay so so the last friendship test question which which are cooler the modern or the ancient wonders or you could pick the natural wonders if you want to I don't know a ton about the natural wonders, though that is intriguing. Honestly, I, I, your, your point made 
earlier does sit with me a little bit where like some of these should be ancient wonders if you're comparing the ancient to the new new ones. Yeah. I I have seen the Colosseum. That's the one that I have seen. And that was really cool. But some of these other ones, I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. Uh, Machu Picchu, I mean, actually, they're really cool. I'd love to see all of these. I take that back. But I think if I, if the coolness factor, I'm going to give it to the Ancient Wonders. And I think that they just have – there's a couple duds in there, personally, selfish – or not selfishly, but like some that I don't love. Like the Temple of Artemis, to me, is just a temple – uh, the mausoleum, you know, is impressive but not amazing. The other ones I think are great. Whereas, if I really do think about it, I think the only one that there's, there's like most of the modern ones I actually think I would like. Maybe one or two that are like, eh. Oh man, now I'm split. I maybe I'll go modern. I'm gonna go modern as just cooler. I think that there's more of the seven are really cool but i think if it's a um if it's top heavy then i think the ancient the true ancient wonders are actually cooler i don't know i'm just spinning in circles yeah you are come on pick a side i i think in the modern okay good because really i think ultimately the modern is the most comprehensive list because it really does take in the the entire world. I mean, you look at the Great Wall of China and you have 7th century BC. You have Patera, which is uh, 100 BC. You know, you have some, you know, fairly recent, like Christ the Redeemer, which is, you know, in the 20th century. Uh, Chichen Itze was, was 600 AD. Uh, the Colosseum was 80 AD. You know, a lot of these things were just not found by the Greeks, and that's why they're not in the ancient wonders. Like, they technically are in that same time period. They just weren't found by the Greeks, and that's what made up the list. So I kind of have to downgrade that list, just like I said earlier, just off the bat. Now, the interesting one is, is the natural wonders, I think, because you have, you know, the Aurora Borealis... The Grand Canyon, the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, this is an interesting one. Harbor, Harbor of Rio de Janeiro, Mount Everest, Paracutin Volcano, which is in Mexico, uh, and then Victoria Falls, which is, we talked about uh, Zambia and Zimbabwe. I, okay, I've been to the Grand Canyon. I've uh, not been to any of the other places. But the Grand Canyon is so, like, awe-inspiring and just crazy to look at. The fact that that was, you know, constructed by water over, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. And and all of these really are just, like, natural phenomenon that, that we as man didn't build and, and happened through the natural forces of the world. I think that's cooler to me and, and that's a more impressive list because it's a list that's going to stand the test of time. The modern list eventually will 
kind of go away and 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 we'll have a, a newer new modern list i mean that's why they keep coming up with these lists right um you know them uh civil engineers came up with their list right like the the golden gate bridge well eventually the golden gate bridge is going to become old enough where it could be listed on the you know modern uh wonders of the world like how you know it's just these time periods but the natural wonders have been here forever and they will continue to change and you look at them and they're going to be completely different you know when i went to the grand canyon three years ago or two years ago it's going to look different than when i go back next you know who whenever i might go back so that's the cool thing about that those natural wonders yeah i mean i don't fault you for that and and you know we didn't list it in the options but you threw that in there i I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'll stick with my answer, but I don't disagree that the the natural wonders are are incredibly impressive and maybe you know some of the best wonders that you could see. So, I think it's about that time we do some delusional thinking. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, so. Today's question for you, Brian, is would you rather have a pyramid built after you or your face on Mount Rushmore? Okay, I got a couple qualifying questions. Is the okay. pyramid my tomb? Is that ultimate? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I assume I have passed away in both of these instances. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to be you have to be dead okay. to be honest. And then on Mount Rushmore, who am I next to? Well, that's a great question. Um, let's say you are on you are next to iconic people. Three iconic people. I won't say who. I don't know who. But three iconic people. They're not necessarily presidents, but people who have made an impact okay. on the U.S. Because it's, it's this is a U.S. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a moving target because Mount Rushmore. I'm not sure how long Mount Rushmore is actually going to last. I'm 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 not up to date on my Mount Rushmore, uh, you know, news and and don't know how how long you know they expect the faces actually to be up there and are they continually you know updating it but man if i could have a pyramid built after myself that lasts from you know whatever 22 you know 22nd century or whatever it was tw- tw- what was it Se- third century no from from 2584 BC till now and that's like my tomb and 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 my I guess um signature I'm on the seven wonders of the world sure people may not sure. know who I am because obviously we don't know who like I don't even remember who the person who was isn't it King Tut in there? Mm, I don't think uh, so. I may be wrong. I, I don't think so. I, I think I think this is a different person. 
we we don't even know right like so we don't know that person but but we know the people on mount rushmore you know you would know those iconic names but that's for now right if i can have the the i think icon for myself live or last that long then i'm going to go with the pyramid okay well a couple quick things to throw out there well one is that um just to clarify, it was built after Pharaoh Khufu, uh, who is um, the second of eight kings of the fourth dynasty, was the uh, what the pyramid was made after. Not what I thought. Uh, the uh, this was interesting. So this came from uh, from the Travel South Dakota site. Uh, since each of the noses of the Mount Rushmore is about 240 inches long, they may last up to 2.4 million years before they completely wear away. And after about 500 years, the faces will likely lose some of their definition. But at this rate, the basic shape of the president's heads might last up to 7 million years, which no. that's, that's no. pretty wild. No, That's pretty wild. Not happening. That, that not, long. not happening. I, you got to think like, I mean, they must not ever get earthquakes in that area no. because that would really mess with it. But, um, but yeah. So my thought process on this is, if you have a pyramid, and this is kind of a core core thing here, if you have a pyramid built built after you, I feel like you are. You're a leader, yes. You're probably, um, you know, maybe even a king or so, whatever. Uh, but it is very egotistical. Like, I, I, if I remember correctly, and this is, you know, comparing maybe apples to oranges, but it was almost expected there to be some massive tomb and scenario for someone, you know. And they knew that. Like, the king knew that. And they may have even been building this before he died. I don't know. I I, I don't know if you, we found that out or not. But so it's very egotistical to get that. Whereas the Mount Rushmore, in my opinion, is people that are saying, "Wow, this guy deserves." I want to see his face on a wall. He is, you know, my icon. He's amazing. He did great things. And you kind of share that space with a couple other people. Um, that have also made massive impact. But you're to... deciding it. <laughs> yes, I understand that I'm deciding that. But if, like, if you isolate it, like, let's isolate it. You don't know anything about who George Washington was. Well, you know George Washington, but you don't know, like, like who he was as a person. But do you think that Pharaoh is a better dude because he had a pyramid built after him, or because which which seemed was probably forced upon? Whereas, like in this in this scenario, I know I'm choosing, but I'm also if I choose it, it's like I have I have allowed the group to honor me versus forcing them to honor me. That's how I I, I differentiate these differentiate these two. So I, I lean towards the Mount Rushmore, and I think it's a little uh, less self-centered um, 
than you are, Brian, right now, just but, getting a full family. But but here's the thing is that he was somehow able to get enough people to work and agree to do the the you know work that he had to be seen as as some type of you know leader. I, I mean, again, I don't know if he's good or bad. I don't know anything about the dude. But if I had to guess, he, you know, kings of those days, they got what they wanted. They just say, they snap their fingers, they they get what they want. And I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to be about that. I don't want to re- be remembered like I'm similar to a king. I want to just be one a man of the people and be a face Cause, on the wall. Because a face on a mountain is a man of the people. It's more See, than a freaking, you know, massive pyramid. But I'm pretty sure other people were allowed to have their tombs inside of of this pyramid. It wasn't yeah, but just the, the pyramid the wasn't built for them. It wasn't built for them. Like the, in this scenario, you're getting your face with a couple other people, or you are the key person that this pyramid is being built for. Well, when when. You know, I know where my body is after you know hundreds and thousands of years of of my death after my death, and you know you're probably floating down some South Dakotan river, and a face is on on the the you know mountain that's the nose has all come off and everything, and and my my pyramid still stands. Then we'll laugh. We'll. we'll I'm gonna have a glass. I'm gonna have a glass uh, casket with me and I'm just looking out the eyeball <laughs> of, of my statue on Mount Rushmore. I think that'll, uh, that'll be pretty iconic. Yeah. No. I don't know. Lots, well, lots of things we disagreed on today. We, yeah. Who, who would have thought that this topic we'd, we'd have some disagreements, but you know, they were there. Uh, well, we're also let, really let long too. Really long. Oh, are we really? Wow. Yeah weird i did not expect that on this one well you can see but, how see how in the zoom call i've gone completely dark because the the sun has oh, completely right. gone down on the outside yeah we did record later this time see, that's hard. but uh if you are listening still congratulations you you've made it to the end of, of this quest this today's quest and uh if you haven't uh by now if you're new like like anna and her, her mom Make sure you uh, subscribe to us. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, you know, wherever you're, you're getting your podcast, we are there. Um, and make sure you follow us on Twitter at Quest 100 and on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for 100 Podcast. Still plugging the Instagram. Yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to post to Instagram. Oh, yeah. It, it'll happen this week. Actually, you know what? I don't think I posted to Twitter last week. I was gonna do it. Oh, I was gonna do it slacking, Friday Brian. morning. I'm still like 60 episodes ahead of you. <laughs> All right. Well, we digress. Until next time, when we digress even more, because we'll hit 90, and we're just on the back back edge of this downward slope we call the Quest for 100. Thanks for listening to the Quest for 100. <laughs>